Hey, and welcome to the Unique podcast this week. Unique? Dickless. <laughs> There's no dick. I don't even see uh, that. There's just the two of us. So yeah. I'm here, Blake, and with dick me is... Dick just ducked down Adapto. Didn't he? He did. Dick just ducked down Adapto. So you're here with James and Blake. <clears throat> so strap in, bitches. Mm, if anything could fucking happen at this point. Anything could happen. Anything. There's going to be some wild shit when Dick's not here to <laughs> keep things civil. Things get out of hand. They get out of hand. Real quick. Allegations come flying in. Um, well, should we start on the straight and narrow before we lose the plot? Mm. Um, in just an insane weekend of Super Rugby, an insane weekend of Six Nations, a massive rugby weekend in general for, you know, the Unix to sort out. Yeah, yeah, we'll get through it. We'll get uh, through our work. We will get through our work. Um, just, yeah, all, all sorts of craziness happening in the world of rugby. D- do you want to start with the Six Nations? Because that, sure. I'd argue that that's, you know, the more... How's the European correspondent having it off? The six, well, just because England fucking ha, lost. Have a look at the results. Yeah, that's champion. why he's not here. Dick ducked down a dapdo because England <laughs> fucking suck. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> I was going to go too far. Um, all right, well, just quickly in the Six Nations, I mean, Italy, France, no one gave any fucks about that game, but France getting it done. Yeah. Um, fair play. I mean, what, I think they were losing, weren't they, at one point to Italy, which is just mental. Crazy. Good for um, Italy. I mean, now that rele- relegation's a threat, mm. maybe they decided to fucking carbo load, man. Yeah, but oh, look, who knows? They suck. Um, the next one, this was this was, <laughs> it was six nil at some point. No, no, no. <laughs> this next one was good on you, colossal. Italy. And I, I caught this one, Jim, because oh, fuck, I was up and about. It doesn't get any bigger than this. So you decider. do your research, man. It's respectable. Yeah, well, mate, you think it's I'm admirable? I want to watch it. Mm. I was up and about the the atmosphere. It's a drubbing. The scoreline pres- surprises me. Mate, the game was a drubbing. Really? Ireland weren't even close. The scoreline's flattering. Yeah, but what pisses me off here, and um, it's just, it's all penalty goals. Well, it was one try, but penalty nah, goal, was, penalty nah, goal, penalty goal. Absurd. I didn't watch it. Pouring rain. But looking, oh, was it? Yeah, no, pouring rain, happy. tough conditions. That's, that's European rugby, isn't, isn't it? it? Isn't it? And oh, you know what? I loved every second of it. The fucking atmosphere at that stadium. I was thinking about if I was playing... It's just no way I could catch the ball. I'd be yeah. so fucking nervous. Mm. I'd be so fucking nervous. When you you struggle on a sunny day. I, man, I struggle Oztag. <laughs> Choose the Arvo, I get too nervous. Um, the atmosphere was just incredible in Wales. You felt like it was just an ambush of those poor Irish boys. It always, it always sounds like they... Um, whenever they, there's a comp to be won out, the winning team is always playing at home. In the final round. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. I love that shit. Um, some awesome moments. I mean, before the game even started, you've got the uh, Welsh captain, Alan Wynne-Jones, wrapping his bloody training shirt around. You know, the kids run out with him. The kid's freezing cold. He wraps his training shirt around him during the anthem. What a guy. He's just fucking seven foot tall. He's yeah, just a he's dad old amongst too, boys. He old. just looks twice her age and twice her size. He fucking played the game injured and had a ripper. Um, Wales... It's funny. It seems um, like the wrong call playing the game injured. Yeah, we just yeah, his knee was out early. But Wales, like that Lee Williams bloke, man, he's, he his, knee's his knee's never been in. His, n- his never knee's been never in. been in. But just, I think what this game proves to me is that um, coming up to this Rugby World Cup, defence will win. It's always been the case. Uh, I reckon New Zealand changed that shit. I reckon 2007 World Cup, it was defence and your ability to put it up and under, and then sort of for the next. Almost ten years, 
New Zealand expansive rugby seemed to take over. And even if you look at the Super Rugby, the Reds, when they won, it was expansive rugby. The Tars keeping ball in hand, the Kiwi sides. I, I feel from that Lions tour onwards, um, the rise of Ireland, now the rise of Wales, you can see defence really taking over. Um, and Wales just fucking defended. Ireland had nothing. Um, just defended, defended, defended. Their defence looked incredible. Yeah, but Ireland aren't the most expansive or creative attacking team. No, but they looked like they had no ideas, whereas 12 months ago, Ireland looked like they could have done anything. Forward runners, out the back. I think it was their attrition that got them to where they ended up being so good, just the fact that they would just keep doing it, keep defending, keep attacking, and then people just like, all right, if we can hold them out, they've got nothing. Mm. And then that was a mental edge. Yeah, and, and, and I didn't watch it. Now but this Wales is what it's up to the program. The, the question is, how good is Gatlin? We're talking about a bloke who's won but. lines to us everywhere. Yeah, did they win? No, they didn't. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't even draw that one. Um, but he's now won the Six Nations. What do you reckon it is? It just seems to be too fifth. evenly. Like you coach long enough, you'll have some success, man. No, he's a, he's had a lot of fucking success. He's coached a lot, man. and <laughs> yeah, but Wales were a bit shit when he came in. He's, not, he's, a, he's got ten. They've been heaps shit when he's been there. They're on a fifteen-game win streak. Yeah, they're good now. Beat England, beat South Africa twice, beat Australia. Yeah, it's it's a pretty incredible. After losing run. like eighteen in a row to a spot. Yeah, well, like what is that? What changes a team when the structures don't change? Is it fresh blood? I like, how do you so. turn they, a team around when you yourself are a gargoyle? They've got some fresh blood, mate. They've got some fresh, fresh blood. Are you worried? Looking ahead to the World Cup, Australia's got Wales in our pool. Yeah, he's worried. They've won fifteen in a row, and they're the Six Nations yeah. champions. And we suck. Yeah. The only solace I took is that their strength, um, which is defence and defensive line. At least their strength isn't set piece. Their line out operated well on the weekend, but it had struggled for most of the Six Nations. And their scrums, the dodgiest of all the Northern Hemisphere teams. And I think when Australia loses, it's teams that have good set piece and kick well. Um, and yeah, they kick well, but their set piece uh, still got a couple of question marks. So that's my only saving grace at all but I'm yeah we're gonna get fucking pumped yeah they look great we'll, they, we'll they're, come they're, into. they're playing a World Cup level intensity that was insane it starts now but yeah they've started yeah that was that was intense mate Ireland um, how was that um, eventuated out in the past Six Nations form in a World Cup year has it been telling I don't know it's a shame. It's a good question, that's a though. great question. <laughs> if only Dick were here to yeah, answer it. Dick would know. Because that's a cracking question. Um, have my question to you then, Jim. Did Ireland peak too soon? Um, they beat the All Blacks. They won the Six Nations. They won a Grand Slam. They lost England and Wales this year. Well, they, they came out of the blocks real heavy after the last World Cup. And I don't know if peaking too soon is a phrase. Like, it's a phrase, but it's not a real thing. Man. But if they reveal what they can do, we know who their 15 are. And I, I don't know well enough. I don't think other blokes are knocking on the door. No. Were they operating at maximum capacity a year ago? Well, once again, if Dick hadn't ducked down to Dapto Dogs, he'd be here to answer that. He would be. You're stuck here with a couple of units. <laughs> You've got no idea. It's an interesting question. If you're out there, have a think. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah, I am curious about the answer about that. Um, the other one I thought, last sort of takeaway from me, and this isn't to be negative about the Six Nations because it's, it's incredible. I absolutely love following it. But I often think... Anscombe, 10 for Wales, had a blinder, set up the first try, kicked every single kick at goal, mm, played bloody, bloody brilliant. But I often wonder, here's a bloke who could just make a super rugby team when he was in New Zealand. Just 
back up 10 for the Chiefs. And he is the star for Wales. Jump shipped over to England, Brad Shields. Here's a bloke who couldn't crack the New Zealand side. Granted, Kane's captain. Couldn't crack the New Zealand side. He's the star for England. Like Brad Shields is always a quality are, player. Are we all dreaming going into this World Cup when New Zealand's leftovers are the strongest player, like some of the strongest players in the Six Nations? Or have they evolved a lot since then and are being way too critical? And Pe- Pete Summer is another example. Pete Summer doesn't make the Brumbies man. He comes off the bench every sure, day. Sure, but my point is New Zealand's offcuts are making other international setups. D- does anyone stand a chance? In New Zealand? Against New Zealand. Oh, right. If, if their leftovers are our better players. I think they do. I think New Zealand are beatable. So do I, but it, it's an interesting... That just gives you testament to their depth, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, that they're fifth... Because you think of the people low. who are playing over those players, of course they don't get picked, man. Yeah. I mean, their top 15 is just better than what other people have to offer. Well, let's Maybe not at, in every position, but... Well, let's look at Anscombe. The bloke's a gun. He was never playing Wales, over Baden Baden, man. Ever. Ever. Like, what's he, 6, 5, 8 in that country? Mm. Not even. Yeah, maybe it's style of play too. Like different teams of different identities. Different and I would argue Anscombe's better suited to that Welsh style. He he kicks well, he defends well. Um, he's a bloody good ten, but he, he doesn't have that expansive flair. Mm, yeah. Although that chip and chase at the start of the game was absolutely champagne. Champagne, chip and chase. Champagne, chip and chase. I like champagne as the. That'd be a nice little snack. Chip and chase and champagne. Mm. It sounds delicious. It does sound absolutely delicious. Um, the next Six Nations one, and look, I would have last loved to have asked Dick if he wasn't down and tapped her dogs, mm. um, was England versus Scotland, and one of the fucking all-time greatest comebacks Jesus Christ. you've ever seen in rugby union was Scotland, and then somehow managed to make it a draw <laughs> in the 81st minute. That sounds like quite a game. Just an incredible, incredible game of rugby. I, I don't know, I tend to... Was that in Scotland too? Uh, where was this one? Where was this one, Jim? It was in Twickenham. Wow. But That's I tend to... Scots. I just wonder... That's some William Wallace shit there, man. That is some William Wallace shit. That, I tell you what, that's not Robert the Bruce. <laughs> that's Billy Roberts. Uh, my question is, um, I don't know, how much sting are taken out of England having watched Wales lift the trophy? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's a cop-out, but I wonder if... I just don't reckon they concede... 38 points in the second half. Momentum's a funny thing, man, as we've seen in this round of Super Rugby. It's crazy. Momentum is seriously one of the biggest variables in sport that makes it so exciting. It does. But look it? at that scorecard, man. England came out scoring try, try, try. Then Scotland go, fuck this. Try, try, try. Awesome game, man. Sick. Um, you almost wish this was to decide it, the intensity this was played at. That's what that I mean. Try, it, it, does, it climaxes so well, this Six Nations thing. That try by the inside centre, Johnson of Scotland, in the 75th minute, mate, was fucking awesome. Cash. Ran over the whole team, mate. Just the simplest of lines. Um, look, my big takeaway from this one is why I think England are incredibly well poised for the World Cup, and I never say this in front of Dick, mm. is their attack's awesome. Whereas Wales have won built off defence, Ireland had their success built off defence. Yeah. England, their defence isn't firing. They conceded 38 points here. They lost to Wales by leaking tries. But their attack looks amazing. They're the only Northern Hemisphere team capable of putting on 50 points. And I think defence isn't that hard to click. At the moment, the centres are getting turned around. They look a bit sloppy. Ford clearly doesn't know what arms are in a tackle. Farrell, but that's sorry. what I mean. My, my counter-argument to that is personnel. 
you pick attacking players over ones who are known for defence. It's literally what team do you run with, not what structures can you fix. Possibly, but I reckon it's a structural question. I reckon if they're... If but you they're, just... If George Ford tackles with his fucking nubs... Farrell. Farrell. Huh. Farrell tackles with his nubs. <laughs> Owen Farrell tackles with his nubs. I don't understand. Like, that's... A, Owen Farrell can tackle, though. Yeah, but he just doesn't use his arms yeah, very often. He uses his nubs, man. He uses his nubs. I don't know. I, I tend to think England have enough time to correct defence, and it's an easier fix than correcting attack. I don't know if Wales or Ireland will offer enough attack to win a World Cup, whereas I think England genuinely do. And strong defence. Strong defence can come from good leadership. Yeah, just fire up, fellas. Just Eddie Jones being a yeah. massive dick before kickoff. Huge dick. Um, so, uh, fucking cool finish to the Six Nations. Yeah, it is cool. It's shit. a cool comp, man. I just wish it was more accessible for fellas like me. Mate, it's 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 just on ESPN, mate. Just record it. Mm. Just get up on I find it very hard to avoid scores. I'm struggling with scores lately. Yeah, I had to be very disciplined this morning. I, I, I didn't stay out for the shit. Rebels. I recorded it and just got up and pumped it out. Um, should we jump around the Super Rugby round then? So the first game, um, I, I'm not going to lie, I missed it. I was, look, I was at the just pub. before you kick on, or should I say, but Paul Tanao is going back to fucking Leicester. He's done. Good little cameo. Oh, good. Would you call that good? No, well, Fuck, that's, that's big news. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to the Super Rugby. I didn't watch the first game, but um, I, I looked over my shoulder at the pub a few times. And, and what was that, clear... That's two draws in, in international rugby in the... The Super Rugby. Super yeah. Rugby. And no one's fucking picked a draw here. Of course I not. thought the Canes are going to win by a 1,000. It just showed you the value of... Um, Mackenzie Fidane. Yeah. Yep. It's a different team, man. Yeah. It re- it's just a, he scored that one try where he was the fastest man in the world. Mm, yeah. And he is, and that's his strength. Yeah, his strength's running into space. They, from the highlights I saw, they look like a completely different team, but I'm not going to do a credit. I, I was blind at the pub, Jim. Were you blind? Because I was blind, man. <laughs> I actually got home really late, so I missed this 5.30 kickoff. Um, but I did watch the next game. Yeah, I watched the next one too. But, uh, you know, that's a huge win for the Chiefs. Momentum building. Their season was... They needed something. Still, there was a train wreck. Still a winless team. Yeah, but a draw against the Canes is pretty impressive. It's not a win, though, is it? Right, you're a dick. And look, at the bottom of the bottom of the New Zealand conference is fucked. Like you got no chance, well, even I, though you probably will get the Chiefs will get their shit together. I often think if you're a Kiwi team having a bad season, you're in a lot of trouble. You're done, mate. You're a South African or Australian team having a bad season. At least you will get a few. You get a few gimmies. Mm. Um, it's real tough in that Kiwi conference, isn't it? And that's why I think this showed a lot of ticker to get up and, and stick it to the game. Well, how how often do you get your ass slapped around until you go enough's enough? <laughs> well, about that much. <laughs> yeah. What are we in week five? Yeah. Yeah, week five of us slapping. <laughs> Motherfuckers will show up. Uh, the next time, Brumbies, Tars. God, didn't the Brumbies build this up to be a clash of clans, eh? I loved it. it was, there was so much advertisement for this game. How Buses. happy were you? Yeah, I was pumped. Who'd you tip? I tip the Tars. So did I, man. I honestly and it hurts my soul together. as a Brumby supporter. I just thought, man, it's a confusing comp so far. And it actually has made me think the Rebels are that bloody good. Yeah, the the Rebels are a complete package. I don't yeah. think the Brumbies played that great. Uh, I don't think what? neither team was excellent. I just think they capitalised on their set-piece lineouts, which is a very strong point and has been for ages. Which is what they have to do. They have to. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah, I don't disagree too much. Um, the Brumbies got their points early and, and didn't do too much else after that, but... 
mate, their set piece is dominant. Mm. That rolling ball's incredible. I, I, I still will never understand how the Brumbies can be so incredible at the rolling ball against Kiwi sides, against Bocky sides, stacked full of internationals. Yet we put a gold jersey on and we haven't scored off a rolling ball in two years. Is that different structures? How many different structures? Fire someone have? then. Mm. What's doing? I don't understand how that can't transfer. How do they forget? Well, it rests a lot on your what? Rests a lot on your second rowers. Does it? I don't know. I don't know what happens. I to assume the so. Simmons can't do it, man. Simmons and whoever's buddy buddying him that day. Simmons was proper pass in this game. He was proper shit. <laughs> he was proper shit. Proper. Hopefully they haven't lined up him for the interview. Ooh, that'd be tough. Yeah. Um, look, well, Dick's yeah, doing it. So. I think you've nailed it. The um, the Brummies did what they do well, um, but can we just can we give it up for the Brummies back row? Yeah, Lockie McCaffrey, dude. What the? Ooh. What's going on there? What's doing? He He's proper a, loves it. Gun and Cusack as well. Who needs David Pocock? Mc, McCaffrey though. McCaffrey's playing out of his boots, man. Isn't out he? of his wellies. Isn't he, he is killing it. He's an aggro. I love that aggression too. Yeah. And I actually think uh, the way the Brummies play, front row impresses the hell out of me. The second row, workhorses, but they're... they're Just journeyman. It's that back row is where they're causing havoc for other teams. That's why I'm quite worried, Valentini going off with a dislocated knee. Yeah. I hope that's... He's an injured guy. He isn't injured he? A bit. He's been yeah. cursed. And that's a real shame for him because I think he was a World Cup bolter in that back row. If, if he can if he can stay healthy, he'll push, he'll push the buttons. Well, let's be honest, mate. You're a 2, a 6, an 8, or a 10... You can make this Wallaby team from any team. Mm. We don't have those positions. Mm. Everywhere else, there's names on jerseys. Um, I don't think it, too many are locked in. But two, what six, positions eight, did you say? Two, six, eight, and ten. And I think twelve. I reckon twelve's up for grabs. <sighs> Just I, no, I don't because I think you're either playing Beal and doing that style, which I hope we're not. I just don't think he years, can at this point. Or we're picking Karevi. I think it's that simple. Like Karevi's the best centre in the mm. country. Yeah. Um, whereas I think two, six, eight, and ten. I think from this game, for me, the front runner for two is Falau Fainga. Oh yeah, shit yeah. Shit yeah. Shit yeah. Looks like Genghis Khan, mate. I love that. Love freak. that shit too, man. Yeah. I worry about that little <laughs> tug of hair he's got. No, the back. I love he's that tug. Someone pulling it out. No, I like it. I like yeah. the tug. Don't get me wrong, but it seems like it's easily pulled. Mm, well, might get I li- caught in the wrong I spot. I like the tug. Yeah. I, I'm big on Flowerfinger. Duke can scrummage. Duke we'll can throw in a line out. Get How do you get a tug? It's a lot of growth. It's patience. It takes time. Um, Who knows? Oh. Cleaners? No, could be cleaners. Um, I'm I'm super super impressed by him. Can we also give it up for Cusack going the tucked in shirt as well? Yeah, respect the game. Him Cusack listens. Summer. I know Cusack listens. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. We we actually like you more, more of it though. We want we want more. So Cusack if you can wins get the, some more boys tucking in. Yeah, he wins the Pete Samu award. He this wins week. the Pete Samu tucked in shirt award. But can I say when Pete came on, fuck was that boy tucked? He was tucked in. I rate Samu, man. Can I say? I know now, Dick doesn't love him. No, no. Dick's always criticising him. Yeah. Um. Can I say now that um. Nick, who puts up our podcast for us on the Green or Gold website, clearly confuses his Samus. I asked for a picture of a tucked-in Samu. I click on the website. Radiki. Karevi. <laughs> Karevi tucked in. He's got his Samus wrong. There's a lot of Samus, man. Yeah. yeah. So it's a tucked-in Karevi. Yeah, well, hopefully he gets it right this week. And you know what? To his credit, Karevi tucks every now and then. Yeah. He's another tucker. Yeah. I think it's quite hard to have it tucked in for the full 80. Yeah, but just start with it. That's all I'm saying. Is that what you want? That's what I'm saying. I'd be doing it and I'd tuck in all the time, just all, nervous. All the time. Just a nervous tuck. 
Um, look, I, I liked what the Brumbies did, but you're probably right. They probably didn't offer a lot in attack. No. I thought uh, Simone at 12 had his best game. He's improving every week. Um, I was happy to see the back of him the week before. And really? I thought he played no, quite no. well. In particular, defensively, I quite liked. Um, we just didn't see Banks or Spate unleashed. They, they kept it really, really tight. Powell showed that he can play or control the game a bit off nine. And I stick to what I said last week. The game has evolved. The game runs off nine now, not ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and Powell, I think, is stepping up in that capacity. Um, so a lot to like there. James Slipper, when he came off the bench, is just the best prop of the country. Yep. He's fucking awesome. I don't know what's all the raps is about that. What do you mean? No, I just didn't see it. I just, he was really good. We got used to him being good, and then he did a bag, and we all crucified yeah, him. Yeah, and I hated him. He's back ripping again. Yeah. He just needed, you know, a bit of downtime. Yeah, the downtime. Um, that was it. And then I quite like what the Brumbies did on their bench. In the Brumbies' A side, they they picked Hawera, Yeah, I like that shit. All those blokes I to play that. a full 80, and they gave these long clubmen a go. Yeah. I thought that was fucking awesome. And Old Mate definitely scored. Longigan definitely scored in the 80th minute. I thought Longigan scored too. Yeah, they just disallowed that Doesn't shit. matter, we still won. I don't know what their plans are with Jackson Hope, man. That dude's a rake. Like, he's a very thin boy uh, yeah. who they're persevering with. I understand he's young. I understand he's a good young player. Raps, future unknown. But how can you improve playing literally four minutes every four weeks? Well, I think that's where the NRC, the club comp, and these Brumbies A fixtures need to need to come in. And oh, look, I, there's just a lot of bikes ahead of it. Yeah. But why is it he getting just what it is. I don't understand. I think they wanted I to, to give Hawera and those guys a full 80. So it was just like he just put on a jersey for us. I really like it. I think that's that's clever coaching. And, and it's you know what? It's having faith in your depth. Having but, faith in these blokes. But I remember two years ago when he first came onto the scene, I was like, oh, I'm excited about this young talent. He's played an accumulated 12 minutes and 43 seconds since. I counted it up. Yeah, but I think perhaps we overstated his arrival because he threw one ripping pass. Yeah, he was a handsome bloke too. He's handsome. Yeah. You think he's not cute, Jim? He's cute. <laughs> he's cute. Does he tuck, though? I don't know if he tucks. <laughs> I don't know and if I'm not interested. Either. If you're not tucking, I don't care. Man. All right, well, that's enough pleasantries because the Tars are fucking AIDS. It's, it's poor. Poor man. They are really, really... Adam Ashley, blinder, though. Sarcasm? Of course the sarcasm, man. <laughs> Why are they still picking that fossil at 13, man? <laughs> Two dads, mate. He's a fossil we're of gonna, a bygone we're gonna, era. We're going to interview him? Who are we? We're doing some... I just can't grasp how they still think a second man, that'll rattle them. Every single set piece is the same shit... Second man play. I don't know why they're persevering with the cross field nonsense. Because um, they train the fuck out of it. That's and why. They, and they're just thinking, this will fool them. And I was hearing Gibson is now the third most or second most. Capped coach. What the fuck? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. What's doing? Isn't his third year? Crazy. Because everyone who coached New South Wales went to coach Australia. And I think what's unexcusable is on paper, they don't have a tight five. We've acknowledged that. We, we say it every week. We'll Keppers, say it again. They don't have one. They do not have one. To tough going overseas, that should help heaps. Um, but they do have a back three and they do have a back line. They should not be performing They're like this. They're not firing, though. Yeah, but how can you when you've got no platform? Um, it's amazing how much the four and five do actually count for that platform. They are... What's doing? Simmons and Holloway, what is 
doing? Um, and then I just saw Ned Hannigan again. Just, I've never seen... And and this is not to draw comparisons because Wycliffe was a beast, but Wycliffe was one of the least effective big men I ever saw. Yeah. His work rate was impressive, but he didn't play his size. And he did like two hits a game. Hannigan and plays like he's Gordon's size. Like I've never seen him use his weight at all. Mm. Like his balance like must you, just be terrible. Like your 400 kilos man, use it. Because he is quite a big he's guy. He's a big bloke. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's a very big boy. He's a big boy. But yeah, no, you're right. He just doesn't throw himself around like he should. But he gets caught up playing that six role of staying loose when maybe he should be tight. Like I don't know what instructions he's given. And and Dempsey impresses me, but he's a small eight. He's a small he's a eight. six and a half. Yeah, he's a small boy. He's a small boy. Yeah. Who, in a pack this small, can't impose himself on the game as a link man. Hooper tries his guts out, but again... Just gets let down. Like, dude, I've seen Hooper try his guts out and get let down for three years now. What the most disappointing aspect of the whole thing is just how little change is occurring between 9, 10, and 12, man. Yeah, it's There's really, just, really It's the poor. same Jake shit Gordon had like week. two or three runs in the second half and hit a few forward runners. And I was like, all right, the Tars, have, they've, they're seeing what's doing here. The game has changed to play off your nine. They can't build phases. No, man. no, straight back to Foley in the pocket, second man to Bill, crossfield, yeah. shuffle some shit, lose the next breakdown. All right, sick. Yeah. Just straight back And that's to not that hard shit. to defend either. Yeah. Now, we've, we're, we've been criticised for being Foley apologists in the past, Jim. Mm-hmm. How fucking terrible is he right now? It's pretty bad. Like, my defence is it's really hard when your forwards aren't laying a platform, but he is he is not playing well. No. And defensively, he, to his credit, where I think he has it over some of our other tens, he puts himself in position to make tackles, but he got ran over so many bloody times. He, just ran over. He's a small bloke, man. He's a small boy, too. He's a small boy. He's a very small boy, but... This is our ten for this is our ten for the team, the national team. The honest, and I know it's shit to make comparisons because it's so far out, but we need to address it. He's not the ten, mate. Quaid is. I'll get to that in the Rebels game. I'll get to that. Hold that thought. Hold that, Jim. Put it aside and hold it. I don't know. Um, the honest to God, the only two blokes that impressed me are Newsom and Falau in this game. I let everyone else suck. They rest too heavily on Falau on a one and one in space. That's what they're trying to create. They're trying to create through their east to west passing. Falau with a one on one. He wins them, to his credit. He does win them, but at the same time, like last week, fucking that, what was that? Lucas, mate, made a great tackle on Falau. He's tackleable because he just steps off the right every time. It's a good step, Bart. I'm, I'm in for him. Newsom, no, I'm in for him too, but Newsom I'm saying really, it's not really working, impressed though, is it? It's not working. No, the, the, whatever tactics they have is just just terrible. Yeah, back to the drawing board, champ. Just terrible. Um, the problem is with the Tars, I think they've got enough individual brilliance to just one week pull it out, and then all the pressure goes back off them. Um, they're inconsistently bad. They occasionally have a good performance, and we drop the... What I, What hurts me about this task team is I've never seen uh, a game plan that works. I've never seen a good kicking game. I've never seen good set piece. I've never seen good forward runners. I've never seen those things operating. When they fire, it's individual brilliance. They're erratic as fuck, man. They're shit, mate. Anyway... Enough of that one. I don't think we're going to see a giant change here. Maybe they'll hold on to the pill a bit longer and their sustained pressure might equate to points, but I'm not expecting the Tars to turn this shit around. No. Like, if you go back to our pre-season predictions, we all had them at one. Yeah. Mate, they beat the Sunwolves. Yeah. They beat the Reds? Oh, they beat the Reds too. Reds are poo, but, but we'll get to that. 
<laughs> All right, next one, Stormers versus Haguares. This one caught up on me. I was expecting this to be a Sunday night. Or yeah, through me too. What the change of this well, shit up? You can't change the shit up on us. Not it. without telling us. Yeah, you've got to tell us. But now, this that's is, all right, because rugby does a really good job advertising. They do. And you know exactly, My fault. exactly I when games known. are on. I should have known. And how that ladder works precisely <laughs> and where the games are held at. So I'll, I'll put my hand up here. I fucked up. I think it was us, Jim. <laughs> Not passionate or informed enough. But this went to the typical South African script, man. 35 to 8. Sounds like a hoot. Yeah, well done, Stormers. I mean, oh, who knows? I'm... Look, they got it done. They look like they punished them consistently. They scored tries. They look like they built a, a decent game. It doesn't matter what the fuck the Stormers do, but it's just how are they going to tour? What's their tour like? That's all that really matters for these South African teams. And the way the, the competition structured, even for us as fans and commentators, in this I mean, that's generous, but in this capacity, how are they going to tour? That's, yeah. that's when we're interested in yeah. them. Because yeah. it's too bloody hard to follow. Beat the Jags on a Sunday morning. What, what is it, Friday Saturday night? Yeah, who knows? Whatever, man. It doesn't even matter to me. <laughs> a Wednesday after. But when you come over, how much muscle are you bringing? What kind of heat are you bringing? Yeah, what are you bringing? Yeah, what are you packing? Let me know what you're bringing. Are you playing a big boys or what? Um, I think the for the Jags, disappointing. I think they, they need points in Africa. Jags suck. They are they are <laughs> the South American Tars, man. Yeah, a bit of... Bit of Bit of erratic. Sometimes sucks. they look epic, and then it's the same team. I like that. Team. South American task. Yeah, right. What's the native flower to fucking Argentina meat? Yeah. I imagine. Yeah, meat. Didn't Dick say <laughs> that? <laughs> Sounds like something Dick would have said. Adapter dogs. Uh, next up, some wolves reds. I tell you what, this one took years off my life. This did take years off my life, Ooh. and I don't know whether or not you can say the some wolves are definitely a better team. Oh yeah, but. That they are. No, no, no. But doesn't this hurt? Here's a team of journeymen and nobodies who wear a red jersey and have a good spirit, and they're playing really, really well in the Australian Conference. Isn't that what we thought the Reds would be? Yeah. And they're not. I mean, the Sunwolves are playing good this year. Hayden Parker can kick a goal. Um, What's that movie where it's like, I'm the shoveler and shit? You remember that one? They all had like these really odd superpowers, this bunch of misfits. The shoveler was like Waffle Man who waffled his face. And that somebody once... That was the theme song. You know what I'm talking about? That's I'm what the sun vaguely, wolves remind me of. Vaguely. It's just a bunch of dude with just the oddest talent ever. faces. Just coming together. I'm looking that shit up. Some accountant at 10. Hold the mic. Some accountant at 10. The shoveler movie. Um, well, to get on to the Reds, we will... You have to commend their ability Mystery to men. I remember mystery men. Yeah. The shoveler. To, to commend the Reds, you, you have to acknowledge... That dude was in the movie too, yeah. who, who turned invisible, but only when no one was looking. <laughs> that was his talent. I don't remember it well enough. <laughs> anyway, that's who the sound wolves are. <laughs> um, good on the Reds to come back. Shows Shocking a lot movie. of heart, shows a lot of spirit, shows a lot of fight. Um, I think a lot of credit has to go to Hamish Stewart. Gone. He's a bloke. We've waited for him to take control of a game, and he, and he took control of this one in the last 20 minutes. Um, but the first, the first sixty minutes, man, the Reds look attackless, literally attackless. Their attack is chuck it to Crevy. Come on, man, what do you got for us? Yeah. Um, when they realised that they were going to win this game, no, you know, fuck you, coaches. Listen to the podcast. For three years, I've said you beat the Summers by playing set piece. And for some reason, everyone tries to score flashy tries. No, they do. Them. That's when they try to test their training. You don't. Like, no. Just a piece. Everyone tries to 
get away from this. They play this Kiwi expansive game and whatnot, and they try it against shit teams because they have they back themselves to come back into the contest. Set piece doesn't work, mate. As soon as the Reds went to their set piece and started to control the game, well, there, no, they won again. No, 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 no. Fuck you, the Reds for picking a B team. Like, why, why, why? You've lo- you're losing. You've lost every game, man. Why are you not starting? Apparently, you need- oh, here we go. What do you know? You've been in the town. Well, You've been hanging out with Dato dogs with dick. No, well, they talk down there. <laughs> the dogs talk. <laughs> the dogs talk, man. There's that band there, Diana, about something. Um, the talk is Checo has mandated Wallabies to have some minutes off throughout the season. I don't know how many minutes, but Tupo. And what what specifies a Wallaby? Tupo and Rodder Geyser goes to his swag camp. So if you get a swag at the you camp, get a swag at the camp. You get minutes off. You get minutes off. So Tupo got minutes off, and then Rodder, and I think Rodder's father had passed away in the week of the game. So I think that's fair play. Didn't that happen like last week, last year? No, that was Tui, who's now changed his name for his father. No, I could have sworn Rodder's had a, had a passing, and he backed up. And we were like, and we talked about how big that is, unless it's the same time. It was only a couple of weeks ago. I think it was the Tar game. I think it, yeah. Or no, it was their opening game. Like yeah, Crusaders. It was, it was. Yeah, that's right. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, well, you know, good, good on good on him. But like Jesus, they miss those two. I think those two play. They they really take it to them up front. They really really miss them. But my biggest concern for them is, and you said it last week, it's a team of bums. Where are the points going to come from? Now they came up front this week because the Summers don't show up. up they don't. That, that dude doesn't charge that kick down. They lose this game, man. That that charge down that doesn't happen. They yeah, lose. and I think which is so like that's just. It's I don't know, persistence so is a shit easy kick. to to like yeah. say good things about them. They lost for sixty minutes in a season they hadn't won a game. They they were poor. Their attack looks non existent. And Brad Thorne was fucking cheek to cheek, man. You saw him in the box after the win, like, well we, we dug ourselves out there. Yes, you did. I'd be incredibly disappointed with that performance. But, you know, I'm into the Sunwolves. They're, they're heaps better. Like, who's that OBJ-looking winger? Yeah, he looks badass, with the, mate. With the dyed hair. The Tongan Godzilla. Yeah, the Tongan yeah, Godzilla. That cat. <laughs> McDermott offered a hell of a lot for the Reds off the bench. That that was a big game-changer for me. Which is funny, I was swinging from Serevi, but I don't think he's got the game management at nine. They've got to go back to McDermott. How, how's this, Reds? McDermott, nine. Um, Stuart, ten. And just pick him for the whole season. But you know what's hard, though, Jeez. is because you were swinging off Serevi's sack. I was. And just loving him, and so was everyone else. But the moment he plays shit, everyone's like, McDermott, I've got to get McDermott's... McDermott back. changed this game. I know, he played gun. Yeah. Hunt, you fully agree. But how long does he do that before everyone's like, bring Serevi back? It's just so hard because performances are so... But that's why I think when you have a, and they don't like the term, but fuck them, when you have a young team... You've got there's an element of stick and pick. There's an element of stick and pick. And I reckon in those key areas, nine and ten, you need to stick and pick. Your team needs an identity. And I think Serevi brings a bit of an erratic running game. Mm. That does not suit a team with no backs. Yeah. You actually need someone who can control the game. So I'd prefer McDermott and Stewart. Play a set piece game, that's your strength. Uh, when it opens up wide, well you've got Karevi and Novar So you'd rather Stewart at ten than Lucas at ten? Yeah, I I didn't understand why you just picked him for a one-off game. I don't think he, I don't think he did himself any favors. Their attack looked not. But this is what I mean: is, is what are you doing, champion? And and Power at twelve. Obviously, knew him last year. He's he's fucking he's checked out, isn't he? He's checked out. He is checked right out. He mate. is checked. He is. He's on checked the Riviera out. Riviera in France, mate. He's, Arguably checked in. Yeah, he's checked <laughs> in. Yeah, he's checked he's, in. he's he's checked right out. Um, and well, then, what are they running with the Fausto? What's your take on that? 
You know what? I would now move him in. I'd play Korevi at 12, and I'd play Fal Soter, or however you say his name, at 13. I think you did all right then. I'd play him at 13, and Danganui, or whatever it is, on the wing. I'd push him in. <laughs> Danganui. <laughs> oh, that's how you say That's a good both of men. That was a superhero effort to save that one try. but 100%, but he needed, he needed to get out of Melbourne. He is a bit shit. He tries hard. Yeah. I can't believe he's still in the, in the fucking scaffold. Hawkins was, was good in a team that was fucking terrible. Um, and Loto, if he wants to get back into that Wallaby equation, how about, I don't know, try bending over once? He's the most upright bloke in the world. Mm. I remember I read an article once where he said he I went I had to back think who Loto was, sorry. Where, <laughs> where he went back and played subbies and someone pumped him. And it's like, yeah, because you run like a tall building. Of course you got pumped. Body height, mate. These guys are trained killers. Duck. Mm. Occasionally put your shoulder in. He just runs like a beam pole, gets pumped. Rory Arnold the same, man. Rory Arnold's the same, but at least, like, in his defence, he is a beam pole. He's a tall dude. He's a tall timber, mate. He's a yeah. big balsam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that he'd argue that, Jim. What are you saying? Lotto's puny pine. He's puny pine and he's, he's got to get low. <laughs> he's got to get lower than he's been getting. He's, he's not but getting low enough. You mentioned Hawkins before. He did have a good game. But is this just another fucking year in which they're bringing young blood in and just blunting them? Uh, well, that's what they said they weren't doing. But, clearly but that's what they are it is doing. What they are is their doing. hand forced here? Is it because of injuries? Because of fucking they're not picking people because some no, cultural shift? Some cultural shift. I just. Gift it back. It's yeah. not working. And we said this the other day. If you're a Reds fan, how do you just stomach that at this point, Genia and Quaid are so far the best 9 and 10 in this country? The best combo. They work very well together. Just what, what are the Reds missing? Is that the modern day Greg and Larkin? Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. But it's cool to think, eh? Yeah, it is cool to think. But they lost the plot for a few years there. Yeah, but the boys are back. Do. Of course they do. Well, should we jump? Social Red, media. Red there was a social media when Grigam and Larkin was kicking about. I think Larkin gives a fuck what anyone thinks. Larkin gives. He used to fire up. Uh, well, now he listens to us criticise his coaching. Um, next up was the. He's not coaching though. No, no. What is he doing? Funny. He's with you and McKenzie. Didn't they just? No, they just signed him another job, mate. The boys. Club. Did they? Yeah. He's got some high performance bullshit. Fuck! Get us a job there. Fire oh, me. Yeah. And give me another job that pays. Why more. didn't they do that with Ewan? Yeah, Bill I... said no. Whatever Bill wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, the next game was cancelled. Highlanders Crusaders. I think that was a beautiful gesture. It had to occur. Completely necessary, and the outcome of two points each. What? Awesome. Uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say so. There is no rescheduling. No. Nah. And they'll play each other again, and that's the two South Island teams. And mm. awesome. There'll, there'll be twice as much passion. Um, on that, I, this isn't the podcast. To, to get deep and meaningful, but how beautiful of a sport is rugby? Like, honestly, almost put a tear to my eye when every single game you'd see the players together from both teams come in for a huddle um, for that minute of silence before every in game. In South Africa and the Samoans, no matter where you were. Absolutely beautiful. Just I was thinking, and this is going to get dark, it's to speculate, it's a bit shit, but if something like that occurred in Australia, do you see a similar act by the by rugby union? I don't know. You, you can't you can't want to talk about that or no. I'm just thinking the, the culture of the sport in that country is so much bigger than people give it credit for. Yeah. Like the love of the game, man. Yeah. No, it's beautiful, mate. Absolutely beautiful. And just truly horrific what that city's been through. The Christchurch earthquakes and then this fucking lunatic. Um, terrible. Um, Sonny Bill, some powerful social media posts. It's so, I don't know, it's so nice to see the rugby community 
do whatever you can. Just fucking terrible. Um, there's a campaign for the Crusaders to change their name out of cultural insensitivity, given who the Crusaders were in history. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Oh, look, my answer to that is um, it's not the conversation that needs to be had now. It's You're focusing your energy at the wrong thing if you're worried about the name of a sporting club right now. That sort of political correctness focused at the wrong time. But long term, once the dust has settled, sure, absolutely. Um, there'd be people with more of a vested interest than me in that. But I've always thought it was a bit of a distasteful name. Um, I'm a Redskins fan. Yeah. Well, it's the most racist name <laughs> you could get. Um, but, you know, I, I just think we're wasting our energy focusing on names. There's, there's bigger issues here. Um, and the Crusaders put out a statement, and I very much agree with those sentiments. Should we push on to talking nonsense? Sure. Because it's just horrific to even conceive of. Um, the next one, the Rebels and the Lions. I'm going to just be the whinging Aussie here, and I'm not even going to fucking try. But it sounds like everyone agrees with you. I'm not even going to try. And, and disgusting 20-1 to 1 penalty count for the home team. Was it 20-1? 20-1. Um, and, and you can say, well, the Rebels' discipline's a problem, and if Quaid touched that ball down, sure. 20 to 1's absurd. And I remember the Lions to it. They said, if you could keep your penalty count under 10, you're a good opportunity to win a game. How about when you keep it under 2 and still concede 30 It's almost points? impossible in modern rugby. It's fucking, it's just bullshit, mate. The cunts are cheap. Can you say that? I'm saying You it. said it. It's too late now. It just, it, it's crazy and unfair on the Rebels. They're, they're, they're playing the consistent finalists and they put 33 points on them. And, and let's be honest, there could have been 38. Tom English doesn't fucking drop the ball over the line for the second time. Mm. The Rebels were pumping them. They're playing team. incredible rugby. They did not deserve to lose this game. Now, credit to the Lions. They came back. It takes a lot at this level to come back from 30 points. Um, but fuck, 20 penalties makes it a bit easier, doesn't it? And two yellow cards. Yeah. It's. It, I just can't wear it, even if you're a Lions fan. Not a contest. 20 penalties to one takes the contest out of it. It's just piggybacking them into field possession to make the Rebels work twice as hard to hold them out. Yeah, and and the altitude, which they did, man. Like they only won, they won it in the eighty first. Altitude obviously hurt the Rebels too. The last twenty, they didn't look like the team that played the first fifty. Wouldn't you be the twenty penalties, man? What's the exactly, point? Exactly, exactly. It was just really, really, really disappointing. They they really deserved this one in my mind. Um, so I'm going to speak about the positives of the Rebels because I think they deserve that. Uh, they didn't deserve to fucking cop this. Um, the positives to me are Ganier and Cooper are so far and away the 9 and 10 for Australia. And let's be honest, with Quaid does some dumb shit. Does heaps of dumb shit. He, he costs that try. And when the pressure is higher... He does more dumb shit. He does more dumb shit. Say that all you like. We do not beat the All Blacks. I don't know. You've made... The, I know exactly with, what you're going to say. With Foley, with Leofano, with Stewart. No, we don't. Quade Cooper, he could have that day where we beat them. Um, and, and I wasn't saying this yeah, but at the beginning it's a of the season. Day at 10? Yeah, but it's a zero out of 10 with the other blokes. I think he's being the beneficiary of a really strong 12 at the moment. Yeah, Meeks a is... A really strong nine. Meeks is our crotty, mate. He's just a, a journeyman that just gets the fucking job, does nothing wrong. I think he's excited about what's around him. Yeah, Billy Meeks is, and last year, to he's his good. credit too. He's good. He's really good. I'm. He's got to be in the 
contention. He's got. Has, did he have a swag? The other I way? think he had a swag. I think he's got a swag. Uh, Willie G's a beast. Um, really clearly good. looked fl- frustrated. Um, the rest of the backline, I'm really, really impressed with. Um, Me too. I think they've made the right call putting Corabetti on the bench, and I was a bloke calling for him to be in the Wallabies not that long ago. I think Tom English is the non-Wallaby there, but his form dictates that he's in that side if he doesn't keep dropping the ball over the line. Well, let's not underestimate how specific and difficult playing 13 is, and the dude has been the most consistent 13 in that team. Like, I don't even see anyone in the squad who could do it. I know yeah. Hodge has done a little bit of it, but... You want that straight runner. It's, it's just, yeah. English never doesn't play, overplay his role either. He's not a superstar who feels like he needs to run everything. Yeah, I like it. I thought um, Maddox on the wing. Um, I mean, what more has he got to do? Is he the beneficiary of good blokes inside nah, him, nah. or is he just very talented? He's a good football player. Uh, and he reads well in defence, I think. Nasirani, I think, for me, had his best game. Um, he carried exceptionally well, in particular, before he got tired. Um, and Rangi at Rangi two. Rangi Gunn. I'm, I'm a big He's Rangi. my backup for Flaufanger now. If I'm picking the Wallaby set up, then the three props, the hookers I'm taking right now... Uh, Fainga, Rangi, and then probably Tataf, because he's like in fucking scrummage. Yeah. Um, is Tataf eligible? Uh, yeah, no, sure, but Jack doesn't it. give a shit about no, those doesn't. rules. He just whatever the fuck he wants. Um, and, uh, I mean, I didn't think much of their front row at the start of the season, but Talakai and Faulkner, uh, they get the job done. I was looking at this Rebels team, mate. If you're a fair Nick and Wallabies, you build your Wallabies around this. Yeah. You bring in Pocock, Karevi... Tupo, Slipper, you bring in blokes, Rodder, into this equation, Falau, rather than build it around a tar setup. I actually think this is the setup you need to be building it around. Look at your Brumbies type five. Look at, you know, Rodder, Tupo, and Karevi from the Reds. Look at Falau, Hooper from the Tars. That's about it, isn't it? And build it around this side. Devil's advocate, um, how long do they have to get a fucking team together out of this shit? Um, and everything they've been doing for the last four years has been based around that nine and ten. Of, is it as easy just to change folly? it up? Well, I just, it's, it's unquestionable when you look at the performances. And, right. if and we're only five rounds in. If that's what they decide to do, man, Wessels is going to be like fucking premium hydrist or some shit. What do you mean? Like, that that made no even, sense no, to me. No, it didn't. I don't know what Not a lick of sense. Hydro... Hydro specialist. It'd be the dude in charge of water for some fancy fucking Just name. get him on That's there. what I was trying to do there. I ended up with something completely bullshit. But the point is, is do you, are you expecting, and I know it's far, fuck it. Do you reckon he'll be half a spot? Do you reckon he'll be on the plane over? No, I don't like that shit. I think the Wallaby setup should be different. I think here's a bloke in, in Vessels who probably needs one or two more years at this club to see what he can produce once he's had a squad together for a while. And then, yeah, he's a pretty fucking good candidate for that Australian gig. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but Crusaders coach, Schmidt when he leaves Ireland, Gatlin when he leaves Wales, they're all fucking dudes I'd be asking for the resumes because um, they're all leaving at the end of the World Cup too. Definitely. Hopefully put some fucking but are they looking for another team to shape? I don't know. I don't know if they've got the energy in them. You think Schmidt would? He's only a young bloke. Um, Schmidt? For fucking 100, man. No, he's young. Just looks old. Just look, mate, it's a stressful job. Just likes the drink. Just loves a Guinness. Just loves the drink. Um, their blokes I'll be considered. But, mate, this Rebel side really, really impressed me. Clearly their discipline let them down, and I think altitude also got to them. Um, Zanchi's had his worst game I've ever seen. To, for the Lions, I think... Lions are on the way out. Their, their bench shot saved them. Mapu and a few of those blokes had a really good game. They offered a lot off the bench. Mm, okay. Um, I think that's what bailed them out here. But, yeah, the Rebels, 
ain't what they used to be. No, they're not. You mean the lines? Lines is what I meant to I, say. I was thinking while I was watching the replay of this one is like, this really is a test. Can we come over to South Africa and actually... That's why I'm so hurt that it's 20 to 1. That's why I'm so fucking annoyed that it's 20 to 1. Because I thought that Well, I think the, the takeaway is, yeah, we can. We can do this. And I threw money on the Rebels because um, the line was plus 8. And I just had this feeling like they were going to get it done. First game of the tour is when you usually do. Yeah, and I just thought the Rebels, they, they are up for this, and they did everything. And granted, yes, the altitude, the discipline hit That's them. why I went the other way, the altitude. But they just got they just got too, too punished, mate. It was unfair. You want to project into next week? Or how'd yeah, you how'd you go on the tipping? Five, five. I, had, I had four. I had a tough week. Had five, I had a really six. tough week. The draw fucked me. The, the Tars fucked me. Who's your tip? Um, oh, the Rebels. No, nah, I didn't get the Rebels. Who else did I get wrong? The draw the got draw. me, Tars, so I was none from two. I got the Stormers, got the Reds, and then I got the Lions. I tipped the Lions, I bet on the Rebels. I don't know, man. It told me that of the email I got today, I got five out of six, but there was only five games played this week. I've dropped a spot. I'm fourth now and I'm hurting. But I'm still only one point off the top. What did Dick get? He's still at the top, so he's the same as me because he's one point ahead of me. Mm. Um, I don't know, so you don't want to project? You tell me what to yeah, do. Yeah, I'll project. Fuck, that's a good time slot, man. The Reds are playing the Brumbies on Sunday at 4pm. Oh, how good. That shit's gold. That'll oh, be a good game. Cricket grand final. Sucked in. Anyway. Oh, fuck, I got something on too. Just to get out of cricket. Blues. Did you get a Gladstone? Fuck. Blues Highlanders? Uh, Blues Highlanders. Ooh. It's tough because the Highlanders obviously didn't play this week. Neither did the Blues. Neither did the Blues. So it just makes it that one bit harder to tip. You've just got to get the Highlanders for their consistency. Um, they they, they pick the right 10. They pick Hayden Parker. Not Hayden Parker at 10. They pick Marty Banks at 10. I reckon they win. Yeah. This yeah. Will be. I think this will be quite an emotional match, if I'm honest with you. Mm. Um, I'm going to go Highlanders. But if I reckon if the Blues pick Williams, they don't put Black at 10 and they pick fucking Nonu. I'm I just want them to pick Sunny Bill and Nono together yeah, once yeah, ever. What, yeah. What's that about? Yeah, that's what I reckon. I don't know why what's they're not. What's doing? I don't know. Pick him. I don't understand. I can't work it out. You know how you're. I think Nono's out of shape. You know how your safe bet every week is a Kiriwani to score? Mm. I've bet on Flower Fanger every single week. It just pays, mate. It does pay, The yeah. fucking rolling mall of the Brumbies. No one else do it because his odds will drop. And it'll definitely happen this time, too. Kane Stormers. Gotta go to Kane's. They'll be annoyed at 23 all, I think. Here come the Stormers, though, off a big win against the fucking Wildcats. Right. They're going to win in they're they're gonna win Wellington, are they? No. Incorrect. No, they won't be. That's a long way. Tars Crusaders, that'll that'll be emotional for the Crusaders. Crusaders are going to fucking eat them. They are provided... The turf holds up? No, because Tars can't scrummage. So Set the SCG, man. No, I just think... It's embarrassing, For man. the Crusaders, it'll just be how... No, nah, nah, it was embarrassing, man, that fucking turf. It <laughs> still works me. <laughs> I think for the Crusaders, it'll just be how they bounce back uh, mentally and spiritually. They're going to fucking eat them, man. <laughs> like, they're going to bounce back heaps. I, this I, is the yeah. shit they do. Yeah, sure. And you, I reckon that crowd will be rooting for them, too. I'll be rooting won't for them. There won't be a Tar supporter to be seen. I'll be, I'll, I'll be rooting for them. Might maybe just dick. He could be down Dapto. He could still be ducking off the Dapto. Wolves Lions in the sellout stadium, Singapore National. Uh, Lions by whatever they want. Some Wolves are better this year, sure, but they still lost to the Reds. Yeah. With a 30 point lead. Still lost to the Tars with a lead. So, Lions. Fuck, dude. Some Wolves are in the Australian Conference. That means they're above the Reds now. No, Reds beat them. Oh. 
But they're probably even because they bet the Chiefs. Mm. No, you are an idiot. Sorry. I'm going to sit Monday. Here debate that. Uh, Bulls Chiefs, Jim, over in Loftus. Bulls. Chiefs straight up last week, so Bulls. they're no longer the whipping boys of the comp. Mm, they didn't win, did they? No, Bulls. Uh, Sharks, Rebels. Mm. Rebels. I don't know what, the, what kind of outfit the Sharks are coming off a fucking bye to, man. This is going to be a tough win. I just worry. I'm going Sharks, I'm sorry. The Rebels, what damage that last 30 minutes did to them mentally. Yeah. I think they win that Lions game, they go on to win this game. Um, I just worry that that's just some self-belief because they would have been... They haven't lost a game. They look incredible. Yeah. I reckon it's... Uh, I'm going to tip the Rebels here. How about that? Reds, Brumbies. Definitely going to tip the Brumbies, but... The only reason I think the Reds are half a shout here is one, they're at home, and two, the Brumby strengths are their strengths. So what the Brumbies do well, the Reds also do well. So scrummage, the Reds scrummage. Line out, the Reds jump. Rolling mall, the Reds have got a decent one, and they can shut it down. So the areas where the Brumbies have showed strength, the Reds have also showed strength. I just think the Brumbies are a little bit better at each of them. Yeah. I think the Brumbies' back row offers more. I think the Brumbies' back line offers more. I don't think there'll be a lot of points in this one, but when it does get out wide, I back the Brumbies over the uh, the Reds. I'll tell you what, Karevi v Kurandrani is an important matchup. They love each other too much, but... You reckon they'll hold back? I want them to fucking eat each other. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised they'd pick Karevi at 12 just because. I'm in for that, though. I would. I mean, I actually really and want I'd, to see it. And I'd move old mate um, across. Any uh, rugby news? No, they've just um, booked a pre-World Cup game in, to be played in Parramatta against Samoa. What, the Wallabies? The Wallabies? Yeah. I love that shit. I'm in for that. I'm in for that, too. What Get kind of team do you reckon Sydney? they pick there? Um... I don't know. I'm just sort of having a look if there's any other news. Anyone ask any questions? No, we didn't ask. Fuck, we've been talking a while, man. We didn't ask for any other questions. Jesus well, Christ. get a couple of eunuchs together. Yeah, I know. What else were we going to talk about? Yeah. Well, and a lot of shit happened. Yeah. What is this Tatafian, though? Tatafian's just, just been two recalled. runs off the bench and he's going out? He's just been recalled. Literally, that's the term, recalled, which means he was never off contract. Dude, come back. Just not getting injured. Maybe they got injured or something. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I've got nothing else to yarn about. No, it's exciting, though. It how is many exciting round, times. The Rebels, the, Super the Rebels have re-energised me. The Brumbies getting it done means a lot to me. The Reds fighting back shows there's still hope up north. I've got to be honest, though. The Tars are the concern. I prefer it when Aussie teams don't play each other. It's, I'm the same. It's one, one of the reasons I'm a critic of the conference system. Because I actually, when you listen to this, it probably sounds confusing that we're Brumbies supporters, but we're only talking about the Rebels most weeks. I just love Australian rugby. And I think in Australia, the brand is the Wallabies. And then the second brand's Super Rugby. So I want all of our Super Rugby teams to be successful. Mm. Um, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, like, I love sitting down to Aussie side versus someone. Now, if it's... Aussie side versus Kiwi side in New Zealand, it's not great. <laughs> in the opening rounds, yeah. I mean, because I don't know this just yet. Um, but I agree. Uh, the conference system shits me in that regard. I mean, the Brummies Rebels twice. We did that last week. That shits me. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, if you're listening, we might be crossing to an interview now. Depends if it's happened in time. If not, we'll put it on our next week's podcast. But follow us on Twitter. Our hashtag is at rugby underscore podcast. Mm. And on Instagram, Jim, what is our handle? Sorry, say that again. I didn't quite catch on that. On 
Instagram. Jim. My Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. Familiar with the app. Handle. The handle. Now, if I was to look that up and let everyone know, well, why am I delaying? Eh? I might as well just tell everyone the Rugby Report is the handle. The Rugby Report is the handle. That is the handle. Um, continue to engage with us. Throw us questions. Tell us what you're in what and not in about. That? Why is that on the Rugby <laughs> That's Report? Terrible news. That must be Dick adding a <laughs> Vegas fat kid. What are you doing, Dick? What man? are you doing, Dick? <laughs> <laughs> All Dick right. will be back from Dapto next week. Yeah, with his latest dog tips. Yeah, one and eight. He's really, really been into the dogs lately, hasn't he? Dick. Hasn't he? Yeah. I don't know what's happened. He certainly dogged us for the dogs. He definitely dogged us for the Dapto <laughs> dogs. He ducked down there, old Dick. All right. See you, bud. All right.